Welcome back to the Normalized Breastfeeding Podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Simmons, and I'm excited to share with you our special guest feature for today. Before we get into it, I'd like for you to click that subscribe button below, share this video or podcast, and be sure to follow us on social media. All right, let's go. Welcome back. I'm here with our guest, Shelby Angel, and she actually was the mom who experienced an incident while breastfeeding on a plane um, on a KLM flight. And so we're excited to have her here with us today so that we can kind of talk about um, her experience and experiencing discrimination and what can we do in those types of situations. So you're live from the Netherlands, correct? That's true, yeah. Awesome. So this is our episode 17, uh, breastfeeding mother told to cover up on KLM flight. The question number one is always, you know, how old is your baby? Um, at the time that this happened, she had just turned one. She had just so we're, we're a couple months further now, but when I was flying back home with her, she had just turned one. Okay. Can you tell me about the day and tell me kind of what led up to you getting onto the flight? It was a day, I can tell you. Um, I was flying back home with my daughter, and um, the reason I was back home in California was to help my mom and her four dogs move over here. Um, and so we were up at three in the morning, uh, packing up a baby and four dogs, driving in two cars, getting dogs through customs, um, our flight kept getting delayed by really small increments that just were sort of frustrating because we would go down and be ready to board and then, oh, it'll be another 30 minutes and then find a place to sit again and get back in line 30 minutes later. Oh, it'll be another 30 minutes. Um, and so at the point we finally got on the plane, we had all been awake for 12 hours and when we got on the plane, they then told us, oh, now because we've delayed a couple of times, we have to wait for our spot to be able to take off. So we were just sitting in the plane waiting. Were there any other babies on the flight? Did you notice any other babies? I don't remember seeing any other babies. There were a couple of other little kids, families with really little kids, you know, two, three, four, but no babies. Mm -hmm. Okay. Did your baby nurse during the takeoff? When you guys were taking off, when you finally got on, you were able to take yeah, off. Yeah, she did. She was nursing. She was exhausted before we even took off. So I was nursing her up until the point of and during takeoff. Okay. Okay. So at what point of the flight did your baby need to nurse? And how soon after that were you approached by the flight attendant? Uh, the flight attendant actually approached me before we had even taken off. We were still on the tarmac waiting to take off. And because my daughter was exhausted, she hadn't had a nap. We were going through all that stress with the airport and everything. She had been nursing sort of on and off the whole time we were sitting in the plane waiting. And it was shortly before takeoff that the flight attendant approached me. So I have, I, I want to kind of hear your personal opinion now. Like, mm-hmm. did you maybe see people give you a few 
side eyes or like make you make like kind of look over and be like, oh, she's breastfeeding. Like, did you have anyone kind of maybe, do you think somebody kind of went and told this uh, stewardess, you know, hey, this lady's breastfeeding, it's making me uncomfortable. Do you think that somebody like said something to her before she approached you? Or do you think this was kind of like her own personal vendetta, her own personal like opinion and feelings towards you nursing without a cover? Uh, I didn't notice anyone looking at me in any way. And our flight was super empty. After takeoff, people were allowed to move around and everything. So there were people close to me. But at the time we took off, the only person to my right was my mom. There was someone furthest away from me on the left side, one person on the window seat. We were in that middle section of four seats, my mom and I. And um, there was one woman behind me. So I really don't know who could have seen anything to complain. So I do feel like it was the flight attendant approaching me of her own volition. And then when she said to me something to the effect of, if someone does complain, it's your problem. That really made me feel like, you know, it's not something that happened yet, at least. Yeah, that's really interesting. I like. I want to believe that it was just her personally. I'm. I have so little faith in humanity at this point <laughs> that I'm like, I'm sure that there was somebody who like caught a peek and went over and like. I mean, I'm definitely speculating, but I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, like, can someone really hold it? like hold that strong of an opinion that they would enforce that themselves just because they feel that way. Um, and I, as far as what I've heard, KLM actually has a breastfeeding policy on their website that says that they support breastfeeding. So it's really interesting that they would back up this uh, stewardess, this flight attendant and say, you know, she was right um, in her defense rather than considering the comfort of you and your baby. Well, there the any I haven't seen any breastfeeding policy on their page. So if they've added one now, that's new since this whole backlash. Um, after I initially, when we got home, and I was initially emailing with KLM customer support, I was looking for a breastfeeding policy, and there was nothing. Um, and I had Googled looking for other people's experiences, and there was just nothing except for in 2013 I found another woman that had a similar thing happen but it didn't really blow up like this um and so I think if they now have a, I hope they now have a breastfeeding policy because of this that is supportive but they they really dug down especially in the initial backlash with it's our right to ask breastfeeding mothers to cover themselves it's just so strange. Like I, I've come to this realization that it's been a whole entire generation now of people who have not seen breastfeeding while growing up. Mm-hmm. So those people are now adults and those are now the people who are making all of these decisions and choices. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's understandable because you're like, okay, you haven't been exposed to it. So you just don't understand. There's like an ignorance there. There's a lack of education. Right. Right. At the end of it all, it's like nothing's different from when your mother was feeding you. Mm-hmm. Nothing's changed. I'm not doing anything brand new. I'm feeding my baby the same way that all of our ancestors fed their babies. So exactly. what is the real issue? You know, do you have any thoughts on that? I tend to like to blame advertising 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen a lot going around this cartoon of a woman breastfeeding in a mall in front of a very Victoria's Secret. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> coming up to her saying that's inappropriate and disgusting. Right. It's ironic because one of our very first admins, she actually did that literally and literally got asked to stop oh my in goodness. front of a Victoria's Secrets in New York. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's incredibly frustrating. And these, these are the moments where I'm like, what else can we do? It's not like we have someone going around as, as the breastfeeding police and saying, Hey, don't bother this mom. Right? right. But it's like, almost like we're almost to that point where that's what we need. We need people like sitting there barking at other people to tell them, Hey, this is a mom. She's vulnerable. She's going through a lot right now. And she just needs a little bit of space, like mm-hmm. back up, you know, has this ever happened to you before? Have you ever no. been shamed for breastfeeding in public? That's still the only, only time this has happened, which I think was part of why I felt so deeply upset yeah. and frustrated because I had breastfed my daughter successfully for a year before anyone had a problem with it. Uh, so what, what made you get so hot and bothered on Facebook? What made you just say, you know what? Forget about it. I'm going to Facebook. I'm going to share this with everyone. I don't want anyone to experience this again. What, 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 what was it that lit the fire in you to do that? Well, what ended up happening was I got in touch with Kaylin's support and I basically just wanted to say them to say, we're so sorry that happened. Um, we'll make sure this sort of thing doesn't happen again. And that is not at all what happened. I was in touch with them via email and they were saying, well, we have the right to do that. And our flight attendant was acting well within her bounds. And so I was left feeling sort of torn and ashamed. So initially I started posting in a couple of breastfeeding support groups. And I, I just wanted a couple of other moms to tell me that's really not cool that that happened. We're really sorry. Right. You know, keep doing what you're doing. And Already there, it started really exploding, and moms were livid. And they started commenting over and over, make this public, post this on, on KLM's page, don't let them do this to other moms. Yeah. And so I started putting myself back in that situation and thinking, yeah, I don't, I don't want this to happen to someone else if I, can, if I can help it. So that's when I posted it on KLM's page, and it exploded. Did you tweet it or did you do it on Facebook? Facebook, I don't know. So how did it end up on Twitter? Because I heard, as far as what I've seen and the retweets and stuff, I mean, it went crazy on Twitter. And a lot of breastfeeding breastfeeding folks are not on Twitter. I know because our community is not really on Twitter. So it's like, I'm trying to understand how did this go? So, oh, it must have been the, so the media started getting attention, right? Right. And they started posting, they started posting their own like Mm -hmm. articles about what happened and all of that. So maybe that's where Twitter came Well, my mom is really active on Twitter and she was furious from the Mm -hmm. gate. Um, And so she started posting it anywhere and everywhere she could and sharing and commenting on everything as soon as it popped up so that it would get a further reach. That's so awesome. Your mom's mm-hmm. an advocate. She's a diehard advocate. That's awesome. Absolutely. Did you think it would go this viral? Like the New York Times, girl, like you're in right. the New York Times <laughs> <laughs> for breastfeeding. Like... No, I, 
Um, I had no idea. I mean, on the breastfeeding groups that I'm in, um, people were getting really fired up and I fed on that and would comment saying shit, you know, I've made this public on my page, share and let's make it go viral. And I never thought in a million years that would happen. And it was just this really unexpected thing when all of a sudden I started getting messages from reporters. Um, we're writing the story about you. Do you have anything to add? That is awesome. That's awesome. I'm glad, and I'm glad that they were able to give you a voice because mm-hmm. your voice will transcend just your own situation and your own experience of discrimination. Mm-hmm. It will be now something that's looked back on as, hey, remember what happened to Shelby Angel? You know, like people are going to look back and say, like, this should not continue to happen. This has already happened in the past. Now we have these articles proving that it happened and this and that. And so and even to just see the response from KLM where they're like so unapologetic, Mm -hmm. like, really? Like, are we really going to do that? You know, Mm -hmm. so it's really interesting. It's really interesting to see. Tell me. Tell me where your flight was going. So where were you you boarding? Francisco to Amsterdam to go home. Okay, so it actually happened in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting that it happened in the United States. And I'm wondering, do you know if the flight attendant was also American? No, she was done. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Because as, as far as I know, they're actually very open to breastfeeding in the Netherlands. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So I started wondering, I actually had, so I used to drive Lyft. I actually, I quit yesterday. That was my last day. I was like, I'm because I want to put more time into normalized breastfeeding. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. And so it was interesting. I picked up a flight attendant and oh. I was like, he was a Southwest flight attendant. He's been in the industry for about 30 years. Mm-hmm. And so we had this conversation and we talked about your situation and the flight attendant told me, you know, there's some people who try to be very discreet and, you know, they're nursing, but they're not, they don't have like, you know, everything hanging out. And, and, and so I just kind of listened to him and let him say, you know, the things that he wanted to say. But basically what he was saying is that he's never seen anyone kind of get up in arms about breastfeeding. Yeah. He's seen people get uncomfortable with it and things like that, but not up in arms about it. Mm-hmm. And so um, he was saying that, you know, to each his own, you know, they can do what they want to do. But he actually didn't know that the worldwide weaning average is four to seven. Right. When I told him that, he because he had told me about a nursing child who was like four with teeth and everything. And I said, you know, that's totally normal. Yeah. <laughs> and some people, I think, because of the lack of education, and, and really it's just our society in general, there's mm-hmm. a lack of knowledge in all things maternal health, right? Yeah. But yeah. is a big part of it because here in the United States, especially, we over sexualize the female body so much to the yeah. extent that we can't even we can't even think about the concept of a woman having her breast out to feed a child. Right. And it's it's kind of out of hand, right? Like this is this is the norm. This is our biological way that we've been given to be able to feed our children. And if we have issues with feeding them that way, luckily and gratefully, we have other options like formula models and things like that. But I mean, this is the biological norm. It shouldn't even be in question. This is like what genetics set up for us. This is not us just creating like this way to show off our boobs in public. Like, no. That's not the plan. <laughs> yes, that's what they're there for. And 
and all how how however even though they can be used in a sexual manner mm -hmm. we cannot deny their biological purpose right you know? do you have any key takeaways from the situation and how would you advise another family to prepare for traveling when they know that they have to breastfeed in public um in terms of preparing for travel i would say just do what you have to and maybe in the back of your mind hold on that on an airplane like anyone else you might encounter someone who's going to say hmm, I, I i don't like that i'm uncomfortable um and so maybe that would have helped me in that situation to not feel so flustered and frustrated if i had in some way at any point beforehand prepared for the fact that that might ever happen period um but in the wake of all of this, I've read so many positive stories from women who have flown with their babies and said, everyone was great. And I took uh, three other flights with my daughter before the KLM flight, and everything was wonderful. You know, when other flight attendants saw me breastfeeding, they brought me water, which is how it should be. So it doesn't right. have to be awful. And I think there's no reason to not fly or travel or do anything with your kids just because it's going to have to breastfeed them if that's what you do. Exactly. Well, I always say support is best. I'm wearing my support is best shirt today in honor of you and your situation. You. Support is best for infant feeding families, no matter how they're choosing to feed their babies, support is best. And uh, we want to continue to push that that whole uh, mantra forward, considering your situation. Um, I tweeted to KLM this week, and they responded to me with the same response. They responded to everyone else. And I politely let them know that while they do have a policy in place, that policy does not support the people who it was created for. Uh, and so I, I feel like if you want to create a breastfeeding policy, you have to consider the people who it will affect, right? On both sides of that policy. So not just the, the, the passengers, but also the breastfeeding mom and baby. Mm -hmm. If you're going to make a policy, it needs to support everyone on the flight. Just like they said, we support everyone on the flight yeah. and their comfort. Then let's also support the comfort of the nursing mom and the nursing baby. So um, I just want to thank you so much for coming on and taking the time to speak with me. I know you've had a long day. It's actually nighttime there, right? You're getting ready right. to go to bed. You put yeah. your kids down. <laughs> but I want to thank you so much for coming on with me and sharing your story. And do you have any final thoughts, any kind of shout outs, promos? Do you have any kind of like side business you're doing that you want to like give a shameless plug? No, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> Are there all just a stay-at-home mom? So. Okay, what's your favorite breastfeeding support group? Like, I know you said you're in a bunch of different support groups. What group you feel like has been like your rock throughout the situation? I love, love, love um, breastfeeding older babies and beyond. Okay, it's all okay. about breastfeeding essentially from the moment your baby turns one and till whenever you stop, and awesome. it's been incredibly supportive and it's wonderful seeing all these women breastfeeding their little kids, mm -hmm. you know, when they're still in, in, when they're already in school and everything. It's, it's great. Right. Right. And so th that is on Facebook, right? That group yeah. is on Facebook, mm -hmm. breastfeeding after one and beyond. Breastfeeding older babies and beyond. Older babies. 
older babies and beyond. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for thank coming you. on. I appreciate you so much. Um, and if you have any concerns, questions, things that you're looking to do advocacy wise for other moms, definitely get in touch with me. I'd love to work with you more Absolutely. and I wish you the best in your travels in the future. Thank you so much. It's been great talking to you. Thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful night. Get some rest, okay? Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, my name is Vanessa Simmons, and I'm your host of the Normalized Breastfeeding Podcast. We're looking forward to hearing your story and featuring you on this platform. Send us a message if you'd like to be featured or email me directly at vanessa at normalizedbreastfeeding.org.